Welcome to the one-year journey through the Holy Bible. Let's pray to Holy Spirit to hear and understand and live the Word of God. Holy Spirit, come into my mind, my heart, and my spirit so that as I read your Word, let me understand, know, and love you better. Bless me to be a faithful disciple to apply your Word to my life. Make me a light shining upon all those who are in darkness. As I read the Word of God, enlighten my mind and enkindle my heart with a deeper love for you and the people around me. Amen. Today we'll be reading Numbers chapter 10 to chapter 14. The Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of silver, making them of hammered silver for you to use in the summoning the community and breaking camp. When both are blown, the whole community shall gather around you at the entrance of the tent of meeting, but when one of them is blown, only the tribal leaders, the head of the clans of Israel, shall gather around you. When you sound the signal, those encamped on the east side shall break camp. When you sound a second signal, those encamped on the south side shall break camp. When you sound a third signal, those encamped on the west side shall break camp. When you sound a fourth signal, those encamped on the north side shall break camp. Thus Thus shall the signal of the sounded for them to break camp. But in calling forth an assembly, you are to blow a blast without sending the signal. The sons of Aaron, the priest, shall blow the trumpets. This is prescribed forever for you and your descendants. When in your own land you go to war against an enemy that is attacking you, you shall sound the alone on the trumpets, and you shall be remembered before your Lord, your God, and be saved from your foes. And when you rejoice on your festivals and your new moon feasts, you shall blow the trumpets over the burnt offerings and your communion sacrifices, so that this serves as a reminder for you before your God. The Lord, I am your God. Departure, rebellion, wandering in the wilderness for forty years. Departure from Sinai. In the second year, on the twentieth day of the second month, the cloud rose from the tabernacle of the covenant, and the Israelites moved on from the wilderness of Sinai by stages, until the cloud came to rest in the wilderness of Paran. The first time that they broke camp at the direction of the Lord through Moses, the divisional camp of the Judahites arrived and arranged in companies, was the first to set out. Over its whole company was Nashon, the son of Abidam, with Nathaniel, the son of Zuar, over the company of the tribe of Issachites, and Eliab, the son of Helan, over the company of the tribe of Zebulonites. Then after the tabernacle was dismantled, the Gershonites and the Merorites were carried the temple, the tabernacle set out. The divisional camp of the Reubenites, arranged in companies, was the next set out. Over its whole company was Eliezer, the son of Shedder, when Shemeliel, the son of Zershadai, over the company of the tribe of Simonites, and Elishvi, the son of Raul, over the company of the tribe of Gadites, the Kohathites who carried the sacred objects, then set out. Before their arrival, the tabernacle would be erected. The divisional camps of the Ephraimites set out next, arranged in companies. Over its whole company was Elishama, the son of Amahud, with Gamaliel, the son of Pedihur, over the company of the tribe of Manasites 
and Abedin, the son of Gidoni, over the company of the tribe of the Benjaminites. Finally, as rear guard for all the camps, the divisional camp of the Danites set out arranged in companies. Over its whole company was Ahizer, the son of Amashadi, with Pagiel, the son of Ortron, over the company of the tribe of Asherites, and Ahia, the son of Enan, over the company of the tribe of Naphtalites. This was the order of march for the Israelites, company by company, when they set out. Hobab as guide Moses said to Hobab, the son of Raoul, the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law, We are setting out for a place concerning which the Lord has said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will be generous towards you, for the Lord has promised prosperity to Israel. But he answered, No, I will not come. I am going instead to the land of my birth. Then Moses said, Please do not leave us. You know where we can camp in the wilderness, and you can serve as our guide. If you come with us, we will share with you the prosperity that the Lord will bestow on us. Into the Wilderness From the mountain of the Lord they made a journey of three days, and an ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them for for three days' journey to seek out a resting place for them. And the cloud of the Lord was over over by day when they set out from camp. Whenever the ark set out, Moses would say, Arise, O Lord, may your enemies be scattered, and may those who hate you flee before you. And when it came to rest, he would say, Bring back, O Lord, the Merites of Israel's troops. Chapter 11 Discontent for the People Now the people complained bitterly in hearing of the Lord, and when he heard of it, his wrath flared up, so that the Lord's fire burned among them and consumed the outskirts of the camp. But when when the people cried out to Moses, he prayed to the Lord, and the fire died down. Hence the place was called Tabertha, because there was a fire that the Lord burned among them. The riffraff among them was so greedy for meat that even the Israelites lamented again, if only we had meat for food. We remember the fish we used to eat without cost in Egypt, and the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. But now we are famished. We have nothing to look forward to but this manna. Manna was like a coriander seed. It had the appearance of bedillum. When they had gone about and gathered it up, the people would grind it between the millstones or pound it in a mortar, then cook it in a pot and make it into loaves with a rich, creamy taste. At night, when the dew fell upon the camp, the manna also fell. When Moses heard the people, family after family, crying at the entrance of their tents, so that the Lord became very angry, he was grieved. Why do you treat your servants so badly, Moses asked the Lord? Why are you so displeased with me that you could burden me with all these people? Was it I who convinced all these people, or was it I who gave them birth? That you may tell me to carry them at my breast like a nurse, carrying an infant, to the land of which you have promised under the oath of their fathers? Where can I get meat to give to all these people? For they are crying to me, Give us meat for our food. I cannot carry these people by myself, for they are too heavy for me. If this is the way you deal with me, then please do the favor of killing me at once, so that I need no longer face my distress." The Seventy Elders Then the Lord said to Moses, Assemble for me seventy of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be elders and authorities among the people, and bring them to the tent of meeting. When they are in the place beside you, I will come down and speak with you there. I will also take some of the spirit that is on you and will confer it on them, that they may share the burden of the people with you. If 
you will then not have to bear it by yourself. To the people, however, you shall say, Sanctify yourselves for tomorrow, for when you shall have meat. For in hearing of the Lord you have cried, If only we had meat. Oh, how well off we were in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you meat to eat, and you will eat it, not for one day, or two days, or five, or ten, or twenty days, but for a whole month, until it comes out of yours very nostrils and becomes loathsome to you. For you have rejected the Lord who is in your midst, and in his presence you have cried, Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses said, The people around me, including six hundred thousand soldiers, yet you say, I will give them meat to eat for a whole month. Can enough sheep and cattle be slaughtered then? If all the fish of the sea were caught for them, would they have enough? The Lord answered Moses, Is this beyond the Lord's reach? You shall see now whether or not what I have said to you takes place. The Spirit on the Elders So Moses went out and told the people what the Lord had said. Gathering seventy of the elders of the people, he had them stand around the tent. Then the Lord came down in a cloud and spoke to them. Taking some of the spirit that was on Moses, he bestowed it on the seventy elders. And as the spirit came to rest upon them, they prophesied, but did not continue. Now two men, one named Eldad and the other Medad, had remained in the camp, yet the spirit came to rest on them also. They too had been on the list, but they had not gone out to the tent, so they prophesied in the camp. So when a young man ran and reported to Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, the son of Nun, who was from his youth, had been Moses' Moses's aide, said, My lord Moses, stop them. But Moses answered them, Are you jealous for my sake? If only all the people of the world of the Lord were prophets, if, all the pe- if only the Lord would bestow his spirit on them. Then Moses retired to the camp along with the elders of Israel the quail. There arose a wind from the Lord that drove a quail, drove in quail from the sea and left them all around the campsites to a distance of a day's journey. And at the depths of two cubits upon the ground. So all that day, all night, and all the next day, the people set out to gather in the quail. Even the one who got the least gathered ten homers of them, and they spread out all around them in the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth, before it can be chewed, the Lord's wrath flared up against a people, and the Lord struck them with a very great plague. So that place was named Kibroth, Havatha, because it was there that the greedy people were buried. From Kibroth, Havatha, the people set out for Herazoth, where they stayed. Chapter 12 Jealousy of Aaron and Miriam Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses on the pretext of the Cushite woman he had married, for he had in fact married a Cushite woman. They complained, Is it though Moses alone that the Lord has spoken? Has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord heard this. Now the man Moses was very humble, more than anyone else on earth. So at once the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, said to Miriam and Aaron, Come here, you three, to the tent of The Lord said to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam, Come out, you three, to the tent of meeting. And the three of them went. Then the Lord came down in a column of a cloud, and standing at the entrance of the tent, called Aaron and Miriam. When both came forward, the Lord said, Now, listen to my words. If there are prophets among you, in visions I reveal myself to them, in dreams I speak to them, 
Not so with my servant Moses. Throughout my house, he is worthy of trust. Face to face, I speak to him, plainly and not in riddles. The likeness of the Lord he beholds. Why then do you not fear to speak against my servant Moses? And so the Lord's wrath flared against them, and he departed. Miriam's Punishment Now the cloud withdrew from the tent, and there was Miriam, stricken with a scaly infection, white as snow. When Aaron turned to Miriam, he saw her stricken with snow-white scales. And he said to Moses, Ah, my Lord, please do not charge us with the sin that we have foolishly committed. Do not let her be like the stillborn baby that comes forth from its mother's womb with its flesh half-consumed. Then Moses cried out to the Lord, Please, not this, please heal her. But the Lord answered Moses, Suppose her father had spit in her face. Would she not bear her shame for seven days? Let her be confined outside the camp for seven days afterwards, and she may be brought back. So Miriam was confined outside the camp for seven days, and the people did not start out again until she was brought back. After that, the people set out from Hazaroth and encamped in the wilderness of Paran. Chapter 13 The Twelve Scouts The Lord said to Moses, Send men to reconteer the land of Canaan, which I am giving the Israelites. You shall send one man for each ancestral tribe, each one a leader among them. So Moses sent from them the wilderness of Paran at the, at the direction of the Lord. All of them were leaders among the Israelites. These were their names. From the tribe of Reuben, Shuma, the son of Zakor. From the tribe of Simon, Shaphat, the son of Horai. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephuth. From the tribe of Issachar, Igel. For the Josephites. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hosha, the son of Nun. From the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, the son of Raphu. From the tribe of Zebulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi. For the Josephites, from the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi. And from the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gamali. From the tribe of Asher, Sether, son of Michael. From the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Vovsi. From the tribe of Gad, Geul, the son of Maki. These are the names of the men whom Moses sent to reconter the land. Bahosha, the son of Nun, Moses called Joshua. In sending them to reconter the land of Canaan, Moses said to them, Go up there in the Negev up to the highlands and see what kind of land it is and whether the people are living there are strong or weak, few or many. Is the country in which they live good or bad? Are the towns in which they dwell open or fortified? Is the soil fertile or barren, wooded or clear? And do your best to get some fruit of the land. It was then the season for early grapes. So they went up and reconterred the land from the wilderness of Zin as far as where Rehob adjoins Lebohamoth. Going up by way of the Negev, they reached Hebron, where Ahiman, Sheshai and Tamal and Talmai, the descendants of Anakim were. Now Hebron had been built seven years before Zoan in Egypt. They also reached the Wadi Ashkol, where they cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes on it, which two of them carried on a pole, as well as some pomegranates and figs. It was because the cluster of the Israelites cut there that they called the place Wadi Ashkol. Their report. They returned from the end contouring of the land forty days later, proceeding directly to Moses and Aaron and the whole community of the Israelites, 
In the wilderness of Paran and Kadesh, they made a report to them and to the whole community, showing them the fruit of the land. They told Moses, We came to the land with which you sent us. It does indeed flow with milk and honey, and here is the fruit. However, the people which are living in the land are powerful, and the towns are fortified and very large. Besides, we saw the descendants of Anakim there. Amalites live in the regions of Negev. Hittites, Jebusites, Amorites dwell in the highlands, and the Canaanites along the seas and the banks of the Jordan. Caleb, however, quieted the people before Moses and said, We ought to go up and seize the land, for we can certainly prevail over it. But the man who had gone up with his people said, We cannot attack these people. They are too strong for us. They spread discouraging reports among the Israelites about the land that they had reconquered, saying, The land that we went through and reconquered is a land that consumes its inhabitants, and all the people we saw there were huge. There we saw Nephilim, the Anakim, that are from the Nephilim. In our, uh, in our own eyes, we, see, we seemed like mere grasshoppers, so we must have seemed to them. Chapter 14 The Threats of Revolt At this, the whole community broke out with loud cries, and the people wept in the night. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, the whole community, saying to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if we had only died here in the wilderness. Why is it that the Lord bring us into this land only to have us fall by the sword? Our wives and little ones will be taken as spoil. Would it not be better to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let's appoint a leader and go back to Egypt. But Moses and Aaron fell prostrate before the whole assembled community of Israelites, while Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephun, who had been there among those, had reconquered the land, tore their garments, and said to the whole community of Israelites, The land which we went through and reconquered is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us in that land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. You need not be afraid of the people of the land, for they are but food for us. Their protection has left them, but the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. The Lord's Sentence The whole community threatened to stone them, but the the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all the Israelites. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people spurn me? How long will they not trust me to despise all the signs that I have performed among them? I will strike them with pestilence and disown them. Then I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. But Moses said to the Lord, The Egyptians will hear of this, for by now your power has been brought out this people from among them. They will tell the inhabitants of this land who has heard you, Lord, are in the midst of these people, Lord, who are directly revealed to yourself. Your cloud stands over them, and you go before them by day in a cloud in a column of fire, and by cl- and by night in a column of fire. By the day you go in a column of a cloud, and by night a column of fire. If now you slay this people all at once, nations who have heard such reports of you will say, The Lord was not able to bring this people into a land which you swore to give them. That is why you slaughtered them in the wilderness. Now then, may my Lord's forbearance be great, even as you said, 
The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in kindness, forgiving iniquity and rebellion, yet certain, certainly not declaring the guilty guiltyless, but punishing the children to the third and fourth generations for their parents' iniquity. Pardon then the iniquity of this people in keeping with your great kindness, even as you have forgiven them from Egypt until now. The Lord answered, I pardon them as you have asked. Yet by my life and the Lord's glory that fills the whole earth of all the people who had seen my glory and signs I did in Egypt in the wilderness and who nevertheless have put me to the test ten times already and have not obeyed me, not one shall see the land which I promised an oath to their ancestors. None of those, none of those who spurn me shall see it. But as for my servant Caleb, because he has different spirit and follows me unreservedly, I will bring him into the land which he has entered, and his descendants shall possess it. But now, since the Amicalites and the Canaanites are living in the valleys, turn away tomorrow and set out into the wilderness by way of the Red Sea Road. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, How long will this wicked community grumble against me? I have heard the grumblings of the Israelites against me. Tell them, Be my life, oracle of the Lord. I will do to you just as what I have done you say what I have heard you say. Here in the wilderness your dead body shall fall, of all your men of twenty years or more, enrolled in your registration, who grumbled against me. Not one of you shall enter into the land where I solemnly swore to settle you, except Caleb the son of Jephuth, and Joshua the son of Nun. You little ones, however, who said you would be taken as spoil, I will bring in, and they shall know the land you rejected. But as for you, your body shall fall here in the wilderness, while your children shall wander for forty years, suffering for your infidelity, till the last of you, last of your life of you lies dead in the wilderness. Corresponding to the number of days you shall spend recontouring the land, forty days. You shall bear the punishment one year for each day, forty years. Thus you will realize what it means to oppose me. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will surely do this to this entire wicked community that conspired against me here in the wilderness. They shall come to their, to their end, and there they will die. And the men whom Moses had sent to reconter the land, and on who record on returning had sent the whole community grumbling against him by spreading discouraging reports about the land. These men who have spread discouraging reports about the land were struck down by the Lord and died. Only Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephuth survived all the men who had gone to reconter the land. The Unsuccessful Invasion When Moses repeated these words to all the Israelites, the people mourned greatly. Early the next morning, they started up high into the hill country, saying, Here we are ready to go up to the place that the Lord spoke of, for we did, we did wrong. And Moses said, Why are you now transgressing the Lord's order? This cannot succeed. Go up, Do not go up, because the Lord is not in your midst. Do not allow yourselves to be struck down by your enemies. For there the Amicalites and the Canaanites will face you, and you will fall by the sword, Lord. Therefore, the Lord will not be able to be with you. Yet they dared to go up the the high, go up high into the hill country, even though neither the ark of the covenant of the Lord nor Moses left the camp. And the Amicalites and the Canaanites who dwelt in that hill country came down and defeated them, beating back, meeting them back as far as Hormah. 
Agora eu tô longe.